The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the best. Welcome to New Buyer's Journey Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro. And this week, we're going to publish an episode every day discussing what you need to know to adjust your content strategy in a post-COVID outbreak world. Joining us for New Buyer's Journey Week is Tyson Stockton, Searchmetrics' Director of Services. Searchmetrics is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise-scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions. And outside of shepherding Searchmetrics' most strategic SEO clients to SEO success. Tyson is stepping in for a sick member of his team to talk to us about the new buyer's journey. So far this week, we've talked about how the coronavirus outbreak affected consumer behaviors. We talked a little bit about which industries were the most impacted by the coronavirus. And yesterday, we talked about what you should be doing to reconsider your buyer's journey. Today, we're going to continue the conversations talking about what you shouldn't touch and what you shouldn't change in the wake of the coronavirus. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's our fourth installment of the New Buyer's Journey Week with Tyson Stockton, Searchmetrics' Head of Services. Tyson, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you, Ben. Let's let's get into the don'ts. <laughs> Look, we talked about what to do. You're exactly right. Today, we're going to talk about, you know, there are some things that have changed with the buyer journey. Uh, obviously, we're living in a brand new world. There are some things that are still the gospel of SEO. Let's talk about what not to do when you're rethinking your buyer's journey. Yeah, and I think, you know, we've had several conversations. I've been you know, a pretty strong advocate of companies to invest in technical SEO during this time, as well as content. But 
the reality is, is a lot of companies are dealing with limited work hours, maybe smaller staff. So something has to give. And you don't necessarily have the luxury of just doing everything under the sun. So within content specifically, I would say one of the things that you should be avoiding is not having like a one-size-fits-all approach. So being hyper-focused into the categories or areas, whether it's upper funnel content or it's specific categories within your e-commerce SKU portfolio. And so I think it's being selective and prioritizing the right type of information and the right area to shift focus. I think the other donut, and it's a little bit of a do though, is also to try to be smarter and not just work more, but be a little more strategic. And I think part of that is reevaluating kind of your process. And a lot of times with content is you have this, you know, there may be multiple people touching it and having a very tight streamlined process, but also using data and tools to help facilitate that. So I think I would say, don't get locked into like, this is how we do it. So we're just going to continue to do it this way. It is a good time to think about how you can be working smarter, how you can use data to save time for yourself, how you can use data to even validate the areas of the site or the areas of the buyer's journey that you should be focusing more on. And so I think it is a time that we need to be a little more strategic in where we spend our time. I was talking to a close friend who runs an e-commerce company the other day. And he was saying that you know the strengths of their business are their relationships with their content providers, their ability to do digital marketing. But the logistics part is really challenging now that they're in the coronavirus era. And my advice to them was outsource logistics. Just don't do that part of your business. It, it, this is a time in the world where you can make a big swing, where you can make big changes. And not that you should use the coronavirus as an excuse, but it does give you leverage to make some changes and focus on the things that you're going to be exceptional at. If you're a great content creator, focus on the content production and you know hire an agency to do the technical component of your SEO. Maybe it's vice versa. You have to figure out what you're going to do well with limited resources. And you know, hopefully you can get some other people to help you do the things that you shouldn't be in-housing. It also gets into your process changes. This is a time where you have to reevaluate what your processes are with a new format of working, with a new set of resources, with new challenges and new limitations. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. 
Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Tyson, what are some of the other things outside of process that you should reconsider or that you shouldn't do in the wake of the new buyer's journey? No, and, and really to the last point, like it's great advice. It's a time when you do have to make those changes, lean into the areas that you're doing well, and then stop doing or don't do as much in those other areas. The other piece to that is it is an unprecedented time and we can speculate of how we think this is going to be in three months. But just like right before this whole COVID thing, neither of us saw this coming. And so I think you do have to, and it is a time to rely back on data and rely on the tools to be validating the instinct and as an SEO, as a content manager, as you know, someone just running an organization, you know your customers, you know your business, but you need to be putting data and backing that to validate that that is what is going on. And I think there will be things that we'll be able to anticipate and foresee coming, but there's inevitably going to be elements of this that we don't predict. And that's where data and really being more sophisticated and what you're looking at and how you're looking at it is going to be your North Star and the point that's going to ground you and kind of give you the confidence that you're making the right choices. I agree. You know, I think that you have to still take the same fundamental approach to SEO in being data-driven, understanding what your consumers want, looking at the data that you're getting both internally and also looking at the signals that Google is giving you They've got you know more built into the AI machine learning into the algorithm that can really tell you a fair amount about your consumers. When you think about Google's reaction and how they've pivoted or adjusted uh, their algorithm to deal with the new reality, what can SEOs take out of the signals Google is broadcasting to them? Yeah, and I think the interesting thing about Google is there is the piece of like, okay, changes are made. Like everyone can see changes to the SERP pages. But a lot of ways is how the algorithms been written and developed is it's following user signals and it's following what's going on in the market. And so Google, as much and in some cases, you could potentially argue more so than some businesses are chasing after that user. And so if they're saying hey, it's important or it's relevant for curbside pickup or whatever elements around this, those pieces and that type of relevancy around the content is going to be a more significant factor. So I think thinking about how Google is chasing after the user signals and how people are you know, either making queries and searches, but then also like the pages that are getting kind of more rewards or reaping more of the benefits that's going to continue to evolve. And so I think that's why, you know, really kind of coming back more from a content perspective, this is a time that, especially on those high priority key pages, that you're going back and you're revisiting it because a lot of the information that's 
important or necessary today probably wasn't the case a year ago. And it's going to vary depending on industry and segment. But I'd say that's like probably the biggest recommendation here that I would give is it is a time to do it. It doesn't mean you have to scrap the entire page. So I, I mean, in that vein, that's another don't. Don't just scrap existing content. Think more of how you can be more efficient. So how can you add and reiterate upon existing content that makes it relevant today, being that you already have a foundation complete. So I think the takeaway here is that you have to remain data-driven. It's a brand new world. You have to understand the signals that you're getting from your website, from Google, and try to do some customer research and understanding what their intent and expectations are as well. Tomorrow, we're going to bring Tyson back for the last episode of New Buyer's Journey Week. And we're going to talk about how to predict the future and understand what you should be doing down the road when it comes to optimizing your new buyer's journey. So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tyson Stockton, the head of services at Searchmetrics. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Tyson, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Tyson underscore Stockton, or you could visit his company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you could always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.